Welcome to Liturgy and Lore, the podcast that explores the fringe, paranormal, and for this series, the conspiratorial, all from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, welcome back to Liturgy and Lore. Uh, My name is Brother Evan, and for all you returning liturgists, uh, you know that I'm typically not the first voice you hear on the show. Pastor Andy was unfortunately a little under the weather this week uh, when it came time for us to record the intro, so here I am. Uh, This means no weird around the world this week either, so if you're someone that likes to get right into the main topic, uh, it's your lucky day. Uh, But for those of you that like to hear us ramble on about the strange current events uh, that are going on, You'll have to tune in uh, next week for that. Thankfully, we did pull a marathon recording session uh, a week or so ago, and we had the chance to pre-record part two of our current series. So the rest of this episode will be no different than usual. Uh, It's just the intro that was really affected by his illness, but he will hopefully be back next week. It's nothing serious, so don't worry about that. Um, He will be back to normal soon, we pray. But with all that out of the way, Let's dive into part two of our Jeffrey Epstein series. All right, guys, welcome to part two of our discussion on Jeffrey Epstein. Just like last week, this topic is full of adult themes, uh, mature themes. We are, as we said last week, and if you listened, I hope you realized, we tried our best not to go into any real lurid details or anything like that. But to truly tell the story, we have to say some things that probably are not appropriate for children. So if you listen to our podcast, like in your car, one, thank you. And we try to keep it very family friendly. This topic just doesn't allow for that. And so I'm I'm kind of rambling to give you a chance to (laughs) pause your podcast and restart listening to it again by yourself. Listen to it first, please, parents, before you let your kids listen to it. Uh, And then you make that decision about if it's appropriate for your kids, but don't say we didn't warn you. Again, we're <laughs> going to try and keep it as PG as we can, but the, the subject matter itself is, is, is more mature than our normal show. So Yeah, if you need us to get through your drive, uh, if the kids like it, go back and re-listen to like Bigfoot or Hot Alien yes. Summer or something like that. Start thinking yeah. about the warm with how cold it is uh, here in January. So uh, go back and listen to an older episode and re- re-listen to this one uh, once you get home and have some headphones on or something. Yep. Cool. So I think you had enough time, especially with a pause button. We're going to jump back in. So we ended last week talking about his second arrest. He was arrested the second time in 2019 after some articles were written, kind of exposing some of the situation going on. And when he gets arrested, it hits all of the major news channels. I mean, it is everywhere for a while. Do you remember when this happened, Brother Evan? Yeah. I mean, this was more in my adult life, uh, yeah. obviously, because yeah, I mean, it's just a pretty, four years ago, five yeah, years ago. I would say it's Not a pretty even. big jump in time between yeah. the first arrest to that one. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I was at an age at that point. I mean, I was already married at this point. So, like, I was, like, kind of a real adult. <laughs> and so I was, like, paying more attention to these things going on. And I had remembered enough from my childhood that it really caught my ear when it came back up again. Yep, and same. also being someone that's kind of into the conspiracy theory world. I had known a little bit of the stuff already from the previous go around. And uh, like you had mentioned, some of the big names in the kind of fringe world had been like talking about, hey, there's still more out there with this guy. So when this came up around in 2019, it was like, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I knew there was more there. And it was like, just kind of that feeling of like, all right, that thread's going to get pulled and we're going to get a whole bunch of like, just kind of that anticipation almost of like, Oh man, one of these things is actually happening. Yeah. So I remember that. I also remember this was, I believe, I'm almost certain, after all of the like Pizzagate things and conspiracy theories that were out there. And I remember actually, this is why I know that. I I remember remember these being like hand in hand almost. I think it was after. Okay. Like slightly after, because I remember sitting with uh, some friends of mine having a beer at a bar and. Some of our friends were not so conspiracy theorists. They thought this stuff was silly. But the other one of the guys there was and he was like, you know, like it just shows you even like a conspiracy theory that seems as crazy as as Pizzagate 
there's some truth to it because this was kind of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like this was maybe the truth underneath the surface. It, it actually even makes you go back and be like, should I have dismissed Pizzagate so quickly? Right. Because people laughed at this thing too and said it's just a crazy conspiracy theory. And then right. it started to unravel. Yeah, I guess that was beforehand now that i'm like shortly back i just think of them as being like together well they are pretty i mean and epstein's name was attached to pizzagate right in a lot right. of ways he started to get talked about again part of me wonders if that's what led to the renewed interest even yeah because it was being talked about so yeah he gets arrested we'll, we'll pick up back there and stuff starts unraveling name that's when the manifest starts coming out from his lolita express which we talked about last week some of the names uh, I'm looking here of some of the names that flew at least once with him. It was people like Trump, Clinton, Kevin Spacey, Chris Tucker, Bill Clinton flew on his t- on his plane at least 27 times, which is smoke. There's fire. Bill Gates was connected to it. Yeah, I was going to say, and I think that's an important point, not to that it absolves everybody of everything, but yeah. it also like doesn't mean anything happened with these people. It just means they flew on the plane. Yes. They flew on a plane they knew was called the Lolita Express. Right, right. And that's right. what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't absolve anybody of anything, but it's also just to keep in mind. It's not enough, yeah. While like, we're talking about it. Like, because for people that say, well, why weren't all these people taken down or arrested or whatever? Yeah. Because it, this only proves they flew on the plane. That was my only point with that. You know, if we want to be, we're Christians. The Bible gives us ways to persecute crimes. Prosecute, persecute. Crimes and it says, you know, we want to have the witness of two independent lines of testimony, things like that. A lot of our Western legal structures based on biblical values. And so these people are innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. And is there a a reasonable doubt that someone could have flown on the plane and not participated in any of the illegal activities? Absolutely there is. Yeah. There's a reasonable doubt. And that is the term I hear people all the time. This is a, a rant. They say <laughs> beyond a shadow of a doubt, that's not the standard. It's right. a reasonable doubt. And that is reasonable to say, I didn't know. I was, I, I knew this name, but I just thought it was rumors. I never saw anything. I flew yeah. on the plane. We went from New York to LA for whatever. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people say I was meeting with him because he, he did give a lot of money to charities. Mm-hmm. And I was meeting with him for fundraising for my charity because all yeah. these wealthy people have a charity of some kind. Right. Right. Like that's what Bill Gates says. That's exactly what he says he did. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but his wife broke up with him. Or one of the main reasons she divorced him was her uncomfortable, how uncomfortable she was with his connection to Epstein. Really? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's on record for her hmm. reason for divorce. So all of these people, I'm sure, are freaking out. They're all yeah. being reached out to by the news. They're being asked for comment. They're being asked a lot of things. He gets put in the most secure prison in probably one of the most secure prisons in the entire country. He is the most high-profile prisoner probably in our recent memory. He's in a place where, like, El Chapo was kept. Right. And, like, these other major, major people. When he's in prison, I don't know when he goes to prison, but after he's in there, he has a suicide attempt. At least that's what's reported. But his lawyers say it's not a suicide attempt. His brother said it wasn't a suicide attempt. His lawyers actually petitioned the court because they say he's in danger of being murdered before his trial. Uh, not his lawyer, sorry, the victim's lawyer. Right, right. Say that. And so even afterwards, the, the attorney said, I don't think he attempted suicide, and his injuries could be the result of an attempted murder. He was found like, I don't know if he was unconscious, uh, but he was basically beat up, gasping for air in the fetal position on the floor of his cell. Which does not sound like a self-inflicted wound to me. Right. Now, I'm not an expert, but... Exactly. <laughs> so he gets put on suicide watch for a little bit, and then he's just taken off of it again, like, pretty quickly. Which is weird. Here's some of the things. This is from The Sun. They said, I question whether or not it was a true suicide attempt that Mr. Epstein was involved in in jail, or whether or not there may be some powerful people that don't want him to talk. If he goes on trial, everyone he's been in contact with will be fair game. There's no doubt in my mind that no jail will protect you when there's powerful people at that level that want to reach you wherever you are, right? Like, basically, they're saying there's nothing they can do. If these people want him dead, he's going to be dead. Yeah. And he said, I wonder if it was a true suicide attempt. I mean, how do you choke yourself? Doesn't make any sense. There are reports that someone came after him, but that could just be because he's a pedophile. Those types of individuals don't last long in prison. 
what is he doing around other patients or other criminals, basically right. other inmates? Basically, is what they said. He was in. He did have a roommate or a cellmate for a while, and he was this jacked, like the best way to put it, like mafia goon who was with him <laughs> for a while. So people are all coming out and they're saying he's gonna die. Like this is people yeah. were saying this well before it happened. Right. This right. guy's I, gonna be yeah. murdered. QAnon, which I have my feelings about them, but they predicted he's going to die, like, shortly. So he's taken off of suicide watch, and he dies, right? They find him dead in his cell. The official report is that he hung himself from his bunk. He jumped off his bunk, tied a, made a noose, and, and was able to, to commit suicide. There's a lot of things about that suicide that we should probably talk about. Mm-hmm. One, his roommate was moved right before then. The suicide watch was lifted. He was supposed to get check-ins every 30 minutes in his cell. His lights were supposed to be kept on. And he's watched like every 30 minutes. Check, check, check. He had two cameras pointing at his cell 24 hours a day, filming even him going to the bathroom and everything else. And he had guards on duty. But here's what happened. His roommate left. Nobody did the 30-minute check-ins. It's not recorded anywhere, and actually they say they didn't do it. His cameras, both cameras malfunctioned, and the guards fell asleep. And, like, the guards on duty at that time were asleep. And he was found the next morning dead in his cell. He also had three broken bones in his neck that can, we want to be clear, they can be broken in suicide, Mm -hmm. but it's very rare. It is much more common to see these different bones. I think it's called the hyoid bone, particularly, is usually a giveaway that someone was strangled to death. That happened to him. And so that started all the memes yeah. of Epstein didn't kill himself. Do you guys rem- do you remember those? Yes. They were, they, I still see them from time to time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see them. Like I think there's still like people I'm friends with on Facebook that have that as their like the, the banner picture that you can put yeah. up or whatever you know I'm talking about. Like, yep. they still have, like, a meme of that on that. You know what I mean? Like, it's still yeah. something I see. Well, I remember it'd be, like, three things. It would be, like, three things to do to lose weight. Drink water, eat more protein. Epstein didn't kill himself. Like, yeah. it was, like, stuff like that. It would, like, snuck, snuck into, like, unrelated type Un- things. Like, yeah, mundane thing. Yes. And so, you know, let's go back to the Occam's razor. We talked about that in the first episode. Occam's razor is not just that the simplest explanation is probably the correct e- explanation it's the explanation with the least amount of conjecture right or conjecture i don't know how you say that word you don't have to make a bunch of assumptions to get there so it's not like an example i i used is if i heard used in a class i took a logic class if someone leaves the room and comes back in five minutes later they say they had to go to the bathroom and get a drink and they come back in five minutes later and sit down next to you the, the most likely explanation is that they went to the bathroom, got a drink, and sat back down, right? Because yeah. it's five minutes. Could it be that they have a twin that you don't know about, and they switched places with their twin, and the, that's what they were really doing? They didn't know the answers to the test, so they got their twin to come in and take the test for them. Sure, it could <laughs> happen. But you have to assume a lot of things and make a bunch mm-hmm. of leaps that you can't make. Now, Occam's razor would not come into play here or at least in that case to say that didn't happen if you know they have a twin. They've historically gotten all Fs on their their quizzes and on this quiz they get an A+. Their twin brother took the class last semester and he came back in wearing a different t-shirt. Right. At that point Occam's razor can say no, he switched places with his brother. Right. So it's not to say he just went to the bathroom. It it doesn't always mean what people use it as. Well, right, of course right. he just went to the bathroom. So if none of those other things had happened, it might be Occam's razor to say, yeah, he probably killed himself. Right. Everything was about to blow up. Yeah. And it was just a suicide. You know, like he would be a likely candidate for a suicide, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why he initially had a suicide watch. Right. (laughs) But when you put these other things into play, is it likely that they all happened at the same time on the same night and that he knew, like he couldn't have known that. Right. He didn't know the camera. Well. In theory, he didn't know it. You know, like if it was a regular old suicide, he didn't know the cameras didn't work. He didn't know he wouldn't be found until the morning. He didn't know that any of that. Right. So either this is like the luckiest or unlucky. I don't know how you would call it suicide attempt ever. Or 
there's more at play here. Yeah, because it's like not just like one thing had to fall in line for it to happen the way that it yes. said it did. It's just item after item after item had to fall into place for that to to be the true story. And again, yeah. could it have happened? Yeah, it could have. It, you know what I mean? Like that's it's possible. Do I think it's plausible? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> so the three there's four theories that I found that are kind of the popular theories. The first one being that he just killed himself and it was a comedy of errors here. Like everything went wrong. And hospitals are or not hospitals, prisons and at this time they're notoriously understaffed. Right. They're in a bad state of repair, things like that. So there's some plausibility that it right. could be that, right? The other, there's two that I would say I think are more likely and then one that I think is probably not likely. We'll do the other not likely one. Some say it was faked. He didn't actually die. Mm. That he faked his death and he was wheeled out on the gurney or it was a body double or something. And once they get him in the ambulance, he pays somebody off and he's set free to go live a life in hiding the rest of his life. Yeah. Could that have happened? I guess it could. But there's pictures and it looks like a dead guy. I've seen the pictures, right? It looks like him yeah. and he looks like he's dead. There's people, a lot of people would have to lie in this situation. People who are not necessarily like in danger of getting in trouble. Right. You know, like medical examiners and all that kind of stuff. And if it was that case, I feel like they didn't need to do all of these things. Hey, you don't know who he is, blackmail. Yeah, it's 100% true. We'll get there too. That's a big part <laughs> of it. Second, so the two that I think could, these are where I lean. I don't know which one. He was either murdered, right? Somebody got into that cell and killed him, or he committed suicide, but there were other people involved. I'm putting two theories. The one theory is that he was told to kill himself. Mm. If you don't, we will hurt everyone you've ever cared about and everyone you've ever loved and whatever. Like, you need right. to kill yourself or things will get way worse for you. Like, pretty much kill yourself or else. Yes. Or it's going to be worse than dying. Yeah. What happens to you? Could be, you know, like there's a lot of people that stand to gain from him killing himself. Right. Which I would still put into the bucket in my mind of murder. It's still murder. Right. Yeah. But that could have happened. And then the sure. other theory that I think is plausible is in the more plausible. It goes with that killed himself theory is that he wanted to die because he was about to be disgraced and lose all control and. Things were about to get really bad for him. And he was already an older guy. Like, he might have thought, I've lived my life. I'm going to get away with this, basically, and yeah. die. And not give up all my friends. Because, I, you know, maybe he genuinely was friends with some of these people. And I'm going to kill myself, but I have the means and the money by which to pay off all this stuff to allow it to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, turn all those things off. Don't check on me till the morning. You'll yeah. know why once you get there. Yeah. Who knows? Do you have a take on any of those that you think? That's an interesting one. I never really thought of that, that he kind of paid his way to suicide. That one actually, I think, probably does hold some water to it as far as yeah. like, I, could, I could believe that. Because yeah. I don't think that it was just coincidence that all those things happened at the same time. Same. Again, but it, yeah, it, it definitely could. Like you said, prisons aren't necessarily known for being in great condition. Now, this is a high security one. Like you'd think that the cameras are yeah. working. And the most high profile inmate they have. Right. Like if you're going to slack somewhere it's not here right that's yeah that's what i mean like that's one where that's really just especially like taking the suicide watch off and like removing his roommate at that time right and then the cameras go, like it's just so much stuff where like it doesn't surprise me like okay you want this guy to be by himself because you don't want the inmate to kill him but at the same time like to do that right before he kills himself seems fishy it's just the way everything lines up it doesn't make sense to me to be the most likely answer. I always leaned in the camp of he was murdered. That's where if you pressed me, I would say that's what I think probably happened. He was I'm probably murdered. like still even with what you just brought up with like he paid his way to suicide is how I'm going to word it because I don't know how else to yeah. say that quick and clean. I'm probably like 70-30 he was murdered, 30% with uh, paying it off that people just would kind of leave him yep. alone so he could die in his hole. Yep. That's kind of where I land, I think. Yep. Just because I think murder, though, is probably the most likely, whether it was someone came in and physically strangled him or someone forced him. Made to him kill himself. himself. Yeah. yeah. Like, either way, I, I just think there's too many powerful people involved that stood to gain from his death or maintain, maybe not gain, but to maintain Yep. with him not being there. And like you said, he's further along in his life where they don't feel like they need him anymore to get the stuff they want. 
um, that they have other avenues for it if they're still involved in that sort of thing, that losing him is better than him giving them up or stuff coming out, whether he willingly gives it up or not. Yeah, that's kind of where I land on it. Yeah, that's me too. There's some other weird things too in this that kind of led to the murder situation in my eyes. There's a lot of other people connected to this that have also died. Yeah. So the presidential advisor who was the one that connected Epstein and Clinton, he was found dead by suicide after disappearing for a little while. His name's Mark Middleton. He was found dead though. This is one of those like nobody can kill themselves this way. He was found dead hanging from a tree by an extension cord with a gunshot wound in the middle of his chest. And they called it a suicide. I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I guess you can shoot yourself while you're standing on the limb and then fall. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of overkill and yep. almost like someone's trying to make a statement in that one. Like, yeah. Let's see how else. They're in 2020, Hollywood producer Steve Bing, who was a really good friend of Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton, died after falling out of his 27th store, store, uh, floor apartment. His official death was suicide. Um, but some say, he, you know, it was Russian mafia style because he knew too much. See here, I believe it was another person connected to Mark Middleton, who, another woman who killed herself using the same type of cord that, like another type of cord mm-hmm. hanging from a tree, killed herself that way. And then one of the other big ones was a guy named Jean-Luc Brunel. He was one of the guys who allegedly procured a thousand girls for jeffrey epstein he was found hanged in jail uh, he was jeffrey epstein's pimp and right. he was in in jail and he found he was found dead there too so that's four people connected to it that died by suicide in lots of weird ways you know like so just some strange strange things around that yeah and i could see like one or two it happening because these are people that they know that what they did was beyond scum. Time's up. Yeah. You, I mean, like they know that they were dirtbags essentially Mm -hmm. like, and that life is over as they know it more than what I can even express in words, I think. And so like, I could see them taking the, the easy way out on that. But when you start adding that many of them up in ways that are fishy to begin with, like, it's not just, Oh, a bunch of these people all were found with, rope that was in their garage that they hung themselves in their house or like took handfuls of pills or like you know, I mean typical suicide methods they're all like the fact that there's that many questions around them is what makes it really fishy not that it happened but that it was the amount of people and the ways yeah and there's also another weird one this is really going down maybe the rabbit hole a little bit there's a lot of weird stuff if you remember the actress Anne Hake she, I believe, was married to or dating Ellen DeGeneres, like, way back when. Oh. That was the, the woman that she, like, came out of the closet with. She died in really weird circumstances, like a, a real nasty car crash. Um, and she was, like, rambling and saying lots of crazy stuff uh, when she died. And she was filming a movie called The Girl in Room 13 about a sex-trafficked, opioid-addicted girl who's being sex trafficked at the time. Mm. And people say it was about, you know, it was like inspired by the Jeffrey Epstein situation. And she was saying things um, at the time. There's also Avicii, if you don't remember him, the um, like techno or whatever you want to call it. He was releasing a music, he released a music video about child child sex trafficking right before he died and a real bizarre death that was considered a suicide. There's just some weird things, you know, all of these by themselves. Was Chester... Bedingfield was he that's a rumor that him and Chris Cornell yeah were doing some kind of documentary on it, child was there really anything I don't know that, if there's any or... proof to that or not I think okay. it's one of those we may never know gotcha uh, as far as I could tell I dug into that a while ago like when it was against coming out. what was going on and then yep they ended up yeah yep yeah uh but Anne Haig was like saying people were coming after her she was all on drugs when she died, but people all around her said she wasn't really doing drugs. She was wearing wigs and stuff, like hiding mm-hmm. her, changing her appearance, like trying to travel incognito. And That's then, a new one to me. I haven't heard this one. 
Yeah, she like crashes her car and then she peels off. That's a whole like almost an episode on itself of what's going on there. It looks like she had a breakdown, but people, you know, putting it all together. Yeah. It all gets weird. She was also like supposed to have survived the plane crash or the plane crash, the car crash and was okay. And then like gets to the hospital and dies right away, which can happen. Again, all of these things can happen individually. It's more of the like, this is a lot of things in weird circumstances happening around this. Right. And again, if there's a conspiracy involved with the world's most powerful people, which the world's most powerful people are involved in Epstein. Like, like yeah. that is beyond shadow of a doubt. Like, they're involved. It's not out of the realm of even believability at all that they would be able to do this kind of thing and would have reason to do these kinds of things. So here's a question. And I yeah. don't know if I'm going way off track here, so feel free to rein me back in or uh, we can come back to it later or anything like that. But yeah. just as we're talking about the connections and, like, yep. these powerful people are all connected to Epstein, was he ever invited to or a part of like getting into some other conspiracy theories yes. and stuff like that with like Bohemian Grove or Build yes. a Burger or Build he a, was a not part... Build a Burger uh, or so Build a Burg. <laughs> Build a Burg, yeah. He was not a part of that one. He was part of the Trilateral Commission. Okay. Which is a group that basically like many people say like the hidden government that right. sets the direction of the world. He was also a part of, what's the other one that's like that? Not Bilderberg, not Bohemian Grove, not World Economic Forum, but it's something like that. Yeah. And another big group like uh, the Trilateral Commission. If I find it again, I know it was the Trilateral Commission at least uh, that he was a part of. And so he was involved in these real high level groups and different types of things like that. I'm sure it'll come to me. If you asked me any other time, I would have thought of it immediately. (laughs) No, because... Like, as we're talking about, like, these connections and, like, how, again, like, the thing that makes, one of the things that makes it so weird is who all's tied into it and yep. all these high-profile people that are the elites of the world. It would almost be weird if he wasn't a part of a few of yeah. them. Yeah, he was a part of, like, all of those kinds of, di- not all of them, but a bunch of them. There's one, the one I'm thinking of, too, it, it's, like, where they try to pull, like, all the people who are part of, it. I think it's four categories. It's like ecclesiological, like, so the church, government, finance, and there's one other category that they pull people together basically to direct the world yeah. in all of its things that are going on, you know? So, yeah, he's, he's well, well, well connected. And again, why? Like, he's really a, he's not a nobody, but he's not a somebody either. Like, he's just right. an investor. And somehow he's made his way up to these major institutions and things like that so which is crazy because there's a lot of like investors in the world that yes nobody knows who they are that still do very well are super wealthy and they're still not famous you know what i mean yep oh here's another one that he did another crazy thing to add to the irregularities of his prison time is two days before he died he signed his will and testament and a lot of his money went to two un two employees as executors and gifted all of his assets to a trust, and a bunch of people unnamed have access to that. So all of his money, like, he did that two days prior. He was like, I'm going to make sure my money's going somewhere. So he knew something was happening. Yeah. People say, you know, the, the again, if we're going to give the, the other side of that is, well, he just tried to commit suicide like 10 days before that. And so, of course, he was planning to die. And right. he's in jail. And, but and, I don't think that yeah. – it definitely – can point to like okay he definitely wanted to kill himself because he wanted to get that stuff taken care of yeah but but he didn't do it before the first suicide right that's what i was just gonna say he didn't do it before the first one and again you can make the argument well that was more of in the moment that was a more like less calculated and then he realized he needed to do all x y and z to get to that but at the same time like he also probably had a good idea like okay people are gonna I'm not going to make it to trial. Right. Someone's That's gonna... more what I think it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think he would know that too. Like, I don't think that he was, obviously he wasn't a dumb guy. You know what I mean? He could see the writing on the wall. Yeah. He also had connections. The organizations he's a part of were Rockefeller institutions and he was on the board of Rockefeller university. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, he's like, uh, he, or he's well-connected. He's, he's not outside of these realms, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he, I'm looking here again still to see if I, I'm going to find it. Some It'll be in the notes or something. It's going to really bother me. 
<laughs> you'll be sleeping tonight and you'll yell it and scare your wife. Exactly. He's the kind of guy that a lot of people know and probably want dead. He is the kind of guy that could fake his own death, has the means to do it, yeah. and knows the right people. Let's just be clear about that. I don't think that's what happened. And maybe in part three, because I think we're going to need three parts for this, <laughs> there is a weird photo of a guy that looks like him on his island after his death. Well, and it could have even been like someone else's plan to get him out of there that way. You know what I mean? Someone that didn't want to kill him, but didn't want him talking either. Yeah. Like he didn't know that was going to happen, you know? Yeah. It's like everything can, gets shut off. Yep. Someone comes in and tells them what to do because they're off camera. They yeah. Can, you know what I mean? Walk him through it. Yeah. So I think maybe the, the next logical place is to take us up to today, because why yeah. are we recording this? A whole bunch of the documents that were sealed and a bunch of the names that were redacted in that 2019 trial have been coming out a little bit at a time here. There's been three dumps as of recording this of documents that have revealed a lot of names. The, the biggest things that have come out of that that I know of that I've seen are a lot of stuff about Bill Clinton. Yeah. basically. Still to what I've seen, nothing has come out that directly implicates him of a crime. Right. He's on the island, which he has denied. Just he's like present a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Sometimes yeah. without, his, without his secret service, which is like pretty weird for, you know, they get yeah, that for life. that's like a big like no-no. Or at least they're not listed on like logs and things, which they mm -hmm. are other times. So he also was seen at a lot of the parties on the island, this little St. James. And he swore up and down all the way through that he had never been on the island. You know, like, if you were not doing anything you shouldn't be doing, because, like, Trump said, yeah, I flew on the plane, and so did Bill Gates. Like, they, they admitted to these things and yeah. then had another reason. He was like, nope, no, never did it. And now it's come out that he was definitely there multiple times. Yeah. And the only thing that I read that was, it, this is circumstantial, and it's hearsay. Uh, one of the witnesses was asked, like, had you ever seen Bill Clinton? ever interacted with him she said no and she said but epstein talked about him and said he really liked his girls he liked them young again not illegal necessarily right but given everything here i think it's a pretty safe bet that he was doing some very unethical things if not illegal right. things you know right. like <laughs> sleeping around is still not a good look for somebody who says they didn't do that other than the monica Lewinsky thing you know <laughs> like right and he's been sounds like Let's be honest, he's a sex-crazed predator because there's other things that have been proven that he did taking advantage right. of people, you know, using his position of power to gratify his needs, so to speak, yeah. or his desires. So the last thing before we go on uh, about that, sorry, there's one more thing about him killing himself that I think is kind of worth noting. There's a magazine called Skeptic Magazine. It's like the opposite of what we do. <laughs> it like shoots <laughs> holes in everything that we're trying to say we think we agree with. The head of that, like the, the guy that founded that. So this is a professional skeptic, we could say. <laughs> Gets paid to be a skeptic. Yes. He has said there's no way that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Take that for what it's worth. I think that's worth yeah. noting. So today, these things have come out. Some of the are in the last couple of days. There's probably going to be more by the time this re is released. There's been uh, one of the... So Bill Clinton was on there. Trump was on the documents. But if you actually read what it said, he comes out looking pretty good. And this is not a pro-Trump podcast or anything. Right. But it's definitely a gotcha moment. There are trying to be. One of the attorneys asks the witnesses, like, have you ever seen Donald Trump here, 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 here? And all of them, she's like, no, 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 no. Everybody that's asked about Donald Trump categorically denies that he was ever there at any of like these places. Like, it sounds like what he admitted to is probably about the extent Yeah, of he was on the plane. His, yeah. He went on a trip with this guy, and they were both socialites. It makes sense, right. you know. They like, ran in the same circles. Yep, they were, he considered him a friend at one point, and they were both, right. they were both philanderers, like, in a non-illegal sense that we know of. Right. And so, it makes sense that they would, like, party together or something. Right. But he never went to the places where the real crimes were happening. And then distanced himself happening. pretty far yes. from him. And there's no evidence he went to any of the places where the crimes we know of were committed. Who else was on there? I was actually just looking at this today. Alan Dershowitz has said that they said he slept with some people. Uh, he was Epstein's lawyer, and he was, he's a very famous lawyer. Who else? Acosta, the attorney, the U.S. attorney that gave him the really lenient plea deal is said to have been there. His name's listed in some things. I saw uh, 
Leonardo DiCaprio. He was uh, on the list. Now, again, I don't know what for. So there's different lists. Yeah, the list I saw had, it wasn't necessarily people that were guilty of anything. Because even had all the victims on that. Yeah, same it was list all the everything. names that were released because all these yeah. names were sealed. So like Trump's name wasn't on there before right. because it just was blacked out like in the transcripts right. and it said like has so and so. It just said has blank ever been at. Bloom. I think they called them all right. John Doe's, like John Doe. And number so that's or the thing. I didn't see where the names yeah. fit into the documents themselves. I just saw the names that were released. Yeah, because we got to be careful. Some of them are being used as gotchas, like, oh, Trump's name's on there. And like, right. did you read it? Trump actually, his name is on there for good reasons. Right. There's another part, his name comes up. One of the attorneys says something about him being very cooperative. And he's the only person he was able to, like, actually get to help him answer questions, like, answered questions very cooperatively. And so, again, it makes him look good. But if you just see the list, it looks bad. Well, that's, like, because of the list, and a good example of it, I think, is because it's all over x right now as yeah. like a meme is stephen hawking's name yep was stephen on hawking list. was there that one I well that's what i was gonna say i don't know what his name was for but that's become like the big thing is like stephen hawking's on this list yeah michael jackson was there apparently yeah. the other list that's around there is he had a little black book that was very famous that had over a thousand names of like celebrities in it and there's a lot of talk there's nothing that actually ties any of the people in his book to him as like a friend necessarily Mm -hmm. it's just like a contact book it's a contact book and it's been said that that was basically he collected all of these numbers so that he could try to contact these people you know he didn't actually it doesn't mean anything other than like he had their phone number and maybe tried to call them it doesn't even mean they answered if you think about like the age that he was you know what i mean like that's not that weird to have like if you're even even in like a sales position or something like that like i have business cards from everyone for contacts at work that I need to reach out to or that I meet. Like I hold on to all that stuff. It's the same thing. It's just all compiled in a book. Yeah. And it means nothing about your relationship to them. Yeah. Or their relationship to you actually is like the you could have gotten yeah. their contacts from other people. They never, might have never even yeah. talked to you. Right. So we got to be careful with that. But some of these people were like definitely there on the island. Yeah. We have not even really talked about Jelaine Maxwell at all in this. Yeah. But she was obviously there all the time, kind of lived there. And she was the madam, like, directing these girls what to do and sending them into Epstein. She's been arrested. That's also what a lot of this came out of. It was her trial because Epstein died right. before he could go to trial. And so people, I think, thought – The like, focus kind of shifted to her. Because they were like, well, if we can get her on the stand and we can get witnesses and then all this stuff becomes legal record under oath. Right. You know, we can actually do an investigation then. So, yeah, that, that's all, like, bringing us up to today. And that's kind of the reason we're talking about it. There's lots of occult stuff we didn't even really get to yet. I don't know. I'm thinking Brother Evan. I have some Bible things to bring in because we haven't even got there yet for this part. And then maybe we do a third episode on the weird stuff. There's weird, more weird stuff. Well, it's like like we keep referencing this island and stuff. Yeah, like that. I want to talk about the island. I want to talk about his paintings he had in his house. I want to talk about some of his weirder, like, Not spoiler, but teaser. He was into really, really weird religious stuff. Mm -hmm. He was actually planning to, he wanted to create a super race of people from his DNA. So he had breeding farms in a ranch. So like a eugenics type. Exactly. Like he wanted to, like transhumanism stuff. Like he he thought he was like, it was almost like savior complex. Like he thought he Mm. could be the, the key to the next step in our evolution as humans. And he... His plan was to have something like 20 girls pregnant at any given time with his children and raise all these super babies at like a breeding ranch. Yeah. So we'll talk about that maybe on the next one. But is, are you good if we do that at the next time and today yeah. it end with some Bible? Yeah, let's do it. So I was trying, you know, we are a Bible and a fringe podcast, kind of both. And this is worth talking about just because it's interesting and it's current and but where does the how do christians think about something like this yeah and last week we kind of ended since we were midway we didn't get to any of the bible stuff so yeah i think it'd be a good at least get it in the middle here of our three-parter yeah (laughs) and so there's two ways i thought to talk about so far the first is people I, i heard some people really upset when he died because they said you know especially if the suicide story is true because it sounds like this guy got to live the life of pleasure and opulence and just live like live his best life Mm -hmm. with no consequences 
right? Like, because he was older when he died. He had right. very little. He went to jail once, and then he was in jail for a short time, and then he died. Yeah. He escaped justice. People have talked about that quite a, quite a bit. And I felt that way, too. Like, even if he was murdered, like, that dude, he got away with it all in some sense, you know? Yeah. Not literally he got arrested, but, like, I know there's people in this world who would trade his end to get to have 70 years of his beginning, you know, or something like that. He didn't ever really pay for his crime in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I never really thought about that way. And I think I know where you're going with this because I think where you're going is kind of just what my thought has been on it. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I can see a lot of people feeling that way. I, I never thought of it that way. So that's kind of a, a thinking point, I guess, for me of like, yep. oh, yeah, I guess that it totally could be viewed that way. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. And, you know, one of the things that gives me comfort in this, because this is a bad person who deserve like justice is a good thing that we all long for. But the Bible is very clear that God loves justice and that mm-hmm. he is the God of justice and he will make all things right in lots of ways. So Colossians 3.25 says, whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord. He goes on there and he says, for he who does wrong will receive the consequences of the wrong which he has done and that without partiality. So he did not, we, it looks like he escaped justice. I can assure you he did not. Yeah. In the afterlife, we are Christians. We believe in a heaven and a hell, literal heaven, literal hell. And if you read your Bibles, and I'm not going to get into all these verses, but it seems pretty clear that there are worse punishments for worse deeds in hell. Now, hell yeah. is, is bad for everyone that goes there. And the way we go there is rejecting God, not accepting Christ as our Savior, turning our back on God, committing treason. So every person that is in hell suffers. But it does say, there's verses like it, it says, it will be worse for this one on that day mm-hmm. than this one. And one of the verses is, Jesus says that whoever causes our ch- a child to sin or harms a child, it would be better for him to have a millstone thrown on it, around his neck and thrown into the ocean than on that last day. And so that's what he did. He, like, he victimized children right. for decades. And we can be assured that God is pouring out every drop of justice on him in eternity that he deserves. Whatever he went through at the end of his life, it was nothing. That was heaven compared to what he is experiencing right now. So he did not escape justice. God doesn't act wickedly, and it would be wicked to let this guy escape the justice mm-hmm. that is coming to him. And so I, I wanted to start there. He's going to ju- he judges the living and the dead, and he's going to pull that book out. And there is no indication that Epstein ever repented or right. anything. So he is paying for that. Isaiah 66, I like this verse. This one gives me a little bit of solace because I want justice too. Justice is a good thing. It says, Isaiah 66, 24 says, then they will go forth and look on the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me. That's God. For their worm will not die and their fire will not be quenched and they will be an abhorrence to all mankind. That's what he's living right now. He's in a place where the fire never goes out. The worm doesn't die suffering, totally separated from anything and everything good. Yeah. He will receive the consequences for the wrong which he has done, as God says. And just as a aside, that is super metal. It is, right? <laughs> that, like That verse, like, you could do a whole game of, is this a metal lyric or is this a piece of scripture? And right. it would be very, very hard to pick out the two. Yeah. Second <laughs> uh, Thessalonians has another one that's pretty metal, but it's clearly Bible. He says, yeah. dealing out retribution to those who do not know God. And those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus, these will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. And so that gives me some solace to know that that's what's happening to him. The second thing is people think, how can this happen? I think a lot of the resistance to the, to, like, there's no conspiracy in here. Nothing's going on. The whole world is not together on this. You know, like there's not this conspiracy of evil people that are doing these things. One, just open your eyes, (laughs) you know, but biblically we we're reformed or I'm a reformed pastor and we believe in a doctrine called total depravity. This is a doctrine that says it is not that all men are as bad as they could possibly be. Total depravity means that there's not an area of any individual's life that sin has not stained. So you and me too, everyone 
has had right. every area of their life touched by sin in some way. And that does not mean that an atheist can't do good things, right? Like, that's not what it means. Right. It doesn't mean, in God's grace, he restrains evil, but sometimes he allows people to be as evil as they actually are. Right. And so Jeremiah 17, 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand. it." That's the condition. Like people are not basically good is what the Bible says. Right. Right. Like that's a miss. That's a mistake. And so in Genesis 6, 5, we talked about this on the Nephilim. When we talk about that, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and every intention of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. This happens, guys. Like, there are yeah. people this sick. There are lots of them. One of the things that makes this unique is not only was he this sick and twisted, but he had a whole lot of power and means to enact his wildest perversions. There's a grace to all of us, I think, in that we don't have unlimited resources and power. Yeah. Before we were Christians, we probably would have done worse things had we had the means to do it. Well, and that's what I was going to say, too. Like, there's a lot of people in power that have a lot of money, which means they can do a lot of the things that normal people can't do that they might do if they had the money to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of if, or, and, you know, I mean, like a lot of steps to get there. But going back to Parks and Rec, I was talking about a couple of weeks ago because we've been watching it a lot. We watched the episode where Leslie Nope was doing a speech for her mom who was getting an award or whatever. And she insinuates that Leslie should blackmail somebody to get a meeting with them and Leslie says, well, I want to win this award someday, too. And the mom just goes, those are the only people that get these kind of awards. Right. Are the people that do that kind of stuff. Like, again, to, that's very trivial compared to what we're talking about. Right, but like, right. These people that are getting to these levels of power, not saying that every single person that has a lot of power or money is evil and right. is in on this or whatever. But for people to get to that level, a lot of times there is some nefarious things that get them to that point to begin with. Yep. Exactly. So it makes sense if they're running in the same circles together. They're not afraid to do bad things necessarily. It, you know, I mean, it, it kind of tracks. Yep, exactly. So add in the depravity that is in our heart and then add in the connections and the power and everything else. And absolutely, these people could be up to this kind of thing, right? I think we talked about this a little bit in the JFK episode uh, yeah. when we talked about yep. it, you know, like, and I just want to bring that back up. And I also want to hold forth salvation because one of the most scandalous things about christianity is had jeffrey epstein submitted to the truth of the gospel trusted in the lord jesus for the forgiveness of his sins he would have been forgiven yeah right that's wild that is actually something people get very offended at and i understand why in some degree until we realize we are also wick uh, wicked and sick not not wick and sicked <laughs> we're not John Wick. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> and that is scandalous. But the reason that works or not works, the reason that can happen and God still be just is that he did not overlook the sin. The sin was right. still had that happened. And there's no indication it did. I'm not saying that. But had he gone to Christ, even in his last minutes for salvation and truly repented, he would have received a pardon from God, a forgiveness from God. Because his sin would have been placed on Jesus. That's yeah. how God can be just and still forgive something like that. He pours out every ounce of the punishment that Jeffrey Epstein deserved on Jesus if that had happened. Again, I'm not saying that mm -hmm. happened. And so to our listeners, I want to point out, if Epstein could have been forgiven, you can. Right? Yeah. Like, there's nothing you've done. And I mean that, nothing. In fact, the Apostle Paul says, I, I think part of the reason God saved me is to show all of you that you're never too far from God's grace, that mm -hmm. there's nothing that will not bring you, that God's grace is not sufficient to cover. And so to our listeners who are not Jeffrey Epstein, you know, <laughs> God can forgive you of your sin and he will pour out your punishment on Jesus if you've trusted in Christ for the forgiveness. That's the gospel, that the man who lived the life we could never live, never once even accruing an ounce, a, a drop of the wrath of God, took on all of the wrath of God for all of those who've trusted in Christ on himself on the cross. So, and we get all of his righteousness credited to us. You don't want God to be fair, actually, in that situation, right? Right. Like we say, well, that's not fair. You don't want fair. You want justice. Yeah. You do want justice. My favorite Reliant K line out of like any other songs is the beauty of grace is that it makes life not fair. Yeah. 
right? Like, that's like, a, a great line, like for all their cheesy, like funny lines. Like that's a, a really good yep. one I think of with that. Yeah. And so I want to end that by telling our people that you can trust in Christ today and find forgiveness and you should do that. And you should find a local church and a local pastor to help you walk that out for the rest of your life. That does not mean you will not face consequences in this life. Right. Like Jeffrey <laughs> right. Epstein still would have gone to still should have gone to jail and faced the penalty due his crimes in this life. But he would not have had to face them in the next life. And it's the same for us. We will have consequences. You cheat on your spouse. You you might lose your spouse, you know. Right. But you'll be forgiven of it if you've trusted in Christ after that. You know, if you forget repented, you can be forgiven. And it, the, the difference there, the key words are repent and believe. It's not magic words prayer. Like, I yeah. prayed a prayer, I'm good. That's not the gospel. The gospel is union with Christ. Have you been changed and given a new heart and live for him? Mm-hmm. And so I want to end it with that for this part. Anything you want to add, Brother Evan? No, I think that's a, a great way to end it there. I don't want to take any other time up from yep. that. You know what I mean? I want that to be kind of the, sure. the lasting bit we end on there because I think that's the most important thing we've said in the last two weeks. Yes, absolutely. And I should have said a little bit the first week we were building to that. Apologies for not getting into the Bible a little more, but it was building to that here. And next week, just to give a preview, we're going to talk about some of that stuff we talked about. We also haven't even really touched on the like CIA angle of this very much. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, I think part of what was happening with Epstein was he was <laughs> he was procuring assets for the C- for intelligence. Yeah, and I think next week will be kind of like a, a catch-all almost for yeah. like all these weird rabbit trails you yep. can go down yep. in the uh, Epstein story. Yeah, but until then, please don't just wait till next Wednesday to interact with us. We have socials that you can interact with us, Liturgy and Lore on Facebook, follow us, like us, all of those things, interact with our posts, uh, Liturgy and Lore on X or Twitter, whichever one you want to call it. Um, <laughs> you can find us there. Please follow us and interact with us there, ask us questions, talk about things you want us to talk about. If you think we royally missed something in these two Epstein episodes, let us know. And you can, uh, we'd love to talk about that, those things with you. And you can always email us too, if you want to just say hi, find us on all, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us. Please like and subscribe on those, share it with your friends, rate us if, if whatever app you use has a rating function, leave a review if it has that. All of those things help us move up the algorithm instead of we don't want to just be number one in your hearts. We want to eventually be on the charts as well. Yeah, we want to get more people uh, brought into the, the liturgist circle. Yes, we need some more liturgists to join the <laughs> club. So anything else, Brother Evan? Yeah, and just uh, if you guys are interacting with us, hopefully you are. Just full disclosure, Pastor Andy is the one that does handle most of the socials and the email and stuff like yep. that. So if there's anything you want to hit up Brother Evan about give me a hashtag or a shout out in your question yep, or conversation absolutely. that way I actually see it. Cause uh, like I said, I do check it from time to time, but 90% of the time it's pastor Andy hitting that. So if you're uh, a hashtag team brother, Evan, and you want to get something to me, make sure you uh, throw that out there. I'm still campaigning to that. So yeah, as you should, but yeah, as always, thanks Rob Lowe.